listeners. Uh, before we start, we wanted to give you a little heads up about a future episode. We are having another bleeding rainbow with a friend of the pod and one of our favorite people, Molly Sanchez. And we will be reading the book Cunt by Inga Musio. So if you want to read along and have opinions with us during the episode, start reading now. That will be coming out in a couple weeks. Welcome to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I'm your co-blost, Meg Case. And I'm Meg Trober. And I'm Kate Elston. Could you hear my jaw crack? Ew, no. no. But I do hear it when you eat sometimes and it, and it tickles my, doesn't tickle, it, it disturbs it my. It grinds your. your oh my god! Not funny bone. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This I was off to a great start. Anyhow, Wowzers. thanks for joining us. Um, but no, why does it do that? Why does your jaw crack? Because I grind at night. Ooh. Do you wear like a mouth guard? I tried it once. I got really spitty. I was just like drool drooling everywhere. all over my pillow. You may hear me grind tonight. Oh, God. Um, we are having a sleepover right <laughs> we're now. We're having a sleepover. Um, this is going to come at so many random episodes. I know. I know. We're, I know. <laughs> we're just constantly Constant sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> oh my we're gosh. recording a bunch of tops and bottoms and entire episodes <laughs> at a hotel i don't even know at in our point. tops in our bottoms yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. one or the sometimes other sometimes the bottoms <laughs> oh my gosh and um, i'll be and i'll be stuffy nosed through like half of like some yeah, of the rest it. of the season like, yeah. really have a cold yeah <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> anyway great intro um we're so excited to be uh, bringing this episode to you guys. So our wonderful guest is Jane Hartman Adame. Uh, she has Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, which means she has overly flexible joints and fragile skin. Uh, in the episode, Kate almost faints when Jane shows us <laughs> an example of her um, yeah. hy- hypermobile uh, joints. Yeah, her thumbs. Yeah. Her pinkies. Yeah, so she's constantly just having to focus on, like, keeping her body in place, which is wild. It's so wild. And she, like, invents stuff while doing that. So in 2018, uh, Jane and a friend, Andy Miller, conceived and launched Kila Cup, uh, which is an accessible menstrual cup designed for everybody, but per- particularly for people with physical disabilities and like specifically fine motor disabilities. The company Flex bought Kila Cup and now you can find that cup at Target, CVS, all over the place. Um, So Jane came by to talk to us about kind of her menstrual journey, um, her like traumatic cup stories. Yeah. uh, The journey of making this product. We had a really fun time talking to her. And we are excited to bring you a new period sex term, which you will find out. And it will blow your mind. Yeah. It's <laughs> more graphic than down to clown, I think. It took us it's a while a to recover. Yeah. Um, but before we check in with Jane, we're going to bring you a couple of Blissener phone calls. Phone calls. Hey. Do we have a song for Blissener phone calls? I don't think so. It's season three. <gasps> wow. Ring, ring, ring goes our thingy. Like, oh, I love that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Trolley ring. song? Yeah, the trolley song. <clears throat> okay, do that. Um, uh, ring, ring, ring go our Blissners. Bleed, bleed, bleed are their tails. 
Ting, ting, ting goes my heartstrings. <laughs> We're going to get this by yeah. the end of this yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Or it could be like, hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. <laughs> What's the story? Morning glory. What's the tale? Nightingale. Did you hear about my diva cup? Here we go. First. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pretty good. Speaking of diva cup, let's just get to that one first. <laughs> hi, my name is Kristen. I'm from Ohio. Um, I wanted to call and tell you about my first Diva Cup story because it is revolutionary. So I started using the Diva Cup probably about three years ago, um, and it was great. I felt the bleed in the middle of the night, and so I got up and I put the Diva Cup in. And then when I woke up the next morning, I couldn't get it out. And it was the first day of work at my new job, and I was freaking out. And so I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's it's going to be a disaster. But I researched for probably about a good hour and a half. And then praise God to Sarah Tran because her YouTube video about how to insert and take out a menstrual cup was amazing. She said, you got to use the poop flex. And I used the poop flex and it worked. And I probably cried before I realized that because I didn't think I was going to get it out. And it was it was all fine after that. Um, thanks for listening. Bye. Poop flex. <laughs> I mean, Kate, you've heard me that. say that, yeah. people. Poop yeah. flex. So you just mean pretend like you're going poop. Yeah. And it comes right out. Mm. And also, you just got to make sure that you are also have to poop. I also <laughs> love that yeah. this listener was like, okay, bye. <laughs> you yeah, can yeah. tell. Thanks listening, bye. <laughs> but we'll hear from Jane talk about uh problems oh people yeah have with getting it out yeah um also i just chris and i love that you had the balls to try a new product before your, your first, first day, first of, work. day <laughs> of work that's ballsy of all the things that could go wrong before your first day <laughs> of work i feel like your cup overflowing i also wore a white linen pants wow <laughs> god bless you and thank you for calling thank you for thank the call hey vicious cycle ladies uh, first off, I just want to share that I was like basically crying in tears while listening to Meg Hayes talk about playing sports because I have such similar stories of attempting to play sport as a young child. I don't seem tall now, but I have been my five feet 11 inches since sixth grade. So, of course, they all assumed as the tallest person in the school that I would be good at said sport. And I was not. I mostly just got hit in the face with basketballs because I had slow reflexes. But the real reason I'm calling is my why I cried. I'm calling you from the car where I'm doubled over in pain with a particular female issue that I think is from the start of my period where I get, I don't know, my doctors can't decide, uh, swollen glands, dare we say, on the labia. And Oh, man, sometimes they are so bad, I can't walk, I can barely sit, and so I sat in the car and just about passed out in pain. Apparently, there are a pair of glands around the labia called Bartholin's glands, but it turns out that I'm not crazy, and that the way it was described to me is kind of right, that the glands that help um, lubricate the vagina during sex and other just in generally um, – can become inflamed or they can actually clog. And when that happens, as clogs do, they tend to just build up and then terrible things happen. And that's what's been happening to me. And I've started a conversation with my doctor and we will see what happens. Oh, oh, my, our mouths are agape. Yeah. yeah. You're already 
feeling so rough down there. Like that's just it's a rough area to then have more pain in. Bartholin's glands. Add that to the list of things we have wow. to study up on. Seriously. Just when we think we're covering everything. I know. Like, we're like, I think we're out of topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never ever. Well, thank you for your call. I I'm glad that we were there for you in your time of pain. <laughs> time Please. of Bartholin. Bartholin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's play. Oh my god, it's like old English times. <laughs> yeah. Are you Bothan? on Bartholin time? Yeah. <laughs> I read the King James Bible on Bartholin time. <laughs> the Bartholin version. <laughs> Happy Bartholins to you. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Mari. Um, I just listened to your episode about the statistic that girls drop out uh, from sports twice as much um, versus guys when they're 14. I want to share my own personal story. Um, after I got my period, I was 11 when I got my first period. I was really into horseback riding, and I actually had to quit because my grandma, grandparents insisted that it wasn't um, healthy for a young female that just got their period to be hopping on a saddle because um, some sort of uteral shift would ha- occur. And I had to drop off horseback riding, and that's one thing that I regret as a child because I loved it. Um, so yeah, my personal story. Keep calm, bleed everywhere. Love you guys. Aww. Oh my god. You guys, I really love that you guys are are I love that you guys are all saying the tagline. Yeah, it's really awesome. And actually we might have some swag coming. Swag. Yeah. Keep around for it. Um I mean it it makes me think of the square dancing. Like yeah. mm, you can't square dance. You can't ski jump. Yeah, because the uterus of hearth at it's, home. It, it, it'll Aww. jiggle too much. That's such a bummer. I'm I so know. sorry. I hope you find a horse also, now that you can ride. Also, didn't your grandparents ever look at commercials for tampons? You can ride a horse. Yeah. Very good point. Touche. Mm. But thanks for listening. Yes, and thanks for calling. Thanks for the call. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's just get into Jane's interview. Here we go. Jane, 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 origin story (laughs) we're prepared our our listeners are prepared I I promise so it started with me like swearing in my bathroom because there was a cup stuck in my body and I threw out my back so so basically the period of time where uh the Kila cup idea came about um was sort of at the worst time of my like physical body existence I was a hairdresser I owned a salon for six years um and this is like the tail end of the sixth year and I was in so much pain and I was trying to like solve all of my pain problems because my my back I couldn't even like stand for more than a couple of hours and I was trying to be a hairdresser so that wasn't really compatible (laughs) um but so I was on this like health kick and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to solve my back pain. I'm going to do all the physical therapy. And as I kept working on stuff, they, it just kept coming up that I was hypermobile and I was like, okay, well I'm going to research my own stuff and figure out like other exercises I can do. Um, and this thing kept turning up, which was Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. And I was like, 
oh, interesting. So like a lot of hypermobile people, I guess, have this thing. Um, what do you mean by hypermobile? So like all of my all of my joints are too bent. Sorry, I did a creepy thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, podcast listeners. I did a creepy thing in everyone's Kate, faces. Oh Kate God. just gasped. My eyes did the Wiley Coyote thing. I did. <laughs> she bent her, her pinky finger like all the way back. Yeah, so um, <laughs> basically uh, it's a connective tissue disorder. So all of my, uh, yeah, long story short, I got diagnosed with this thing and I realized I wasn't going to be able to do hair forever. Mm. Um, and so I was like, wow, I only have a cosmetology certificate from the local community college. What the <laughs> hell am I going to do for my career? Um, and then sort of at the same time I got, an, do you guys know about like the Nexplanon implant? Yeah. So no. it's, like it's the, a birth yeah. control thing that goes in your arm. Um, and if any of your friends have ever gotten one, they, they would probably tell you that it makes you just like bleed for a long time when you first get it. So yep, I had a man. period for like five months. <gasps> so here I was at the peak of my terrible body pain, losing my career and just bleeding eternally. Um, <laughs> and so I'm swearing I'm sorry, in my bathroom. Eternally or internally? Eternally. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, true. Bro- both for sure. sure. Um, so then like, this is probably weird, but like, my friend Andy's voice popped into my head while I was frustrated in the bathroom because um, he had invented a bunch of cool stuff. And he told me, hey, if you ever think of like a little plastic thing you want to make, you should let me know. Um, So as I was like, you know, putting my menstrual cup in the drawer that I was going to never take it out of again forever (laughs) because it caused me so much anguish. um, I was like, well, fuck that, because I really liked my cup for a long time. I think uh, for someone who has a lot of pain, like, being able to cut down the number of things that number of times you have to interact with something is like a huge benefit. And so I felt like I was losing out. Like, wait, I don't get to use this thing anymore. That was really helpful. Plus if you're bleeding for five months, like you can't take tampons in and out for that many days. Um, it's wasteful and it's expensive it's it's all the things but I think um, because I don't care well no Um, waste is not the most critical thing to me I should say Uh, but like the friction of in out in out in out for five months I was like I can't do that I'm gonna have to wear pads I was never a pad person Um, and then you got to deal with like the wings on your pubes. Yeah. And yeah. It's the whole thing. No, and I, I really, really love c- cups and I, and I do love that they reduce waste. Um, I think just first and foremost, as someone who's in a lot of pain, I was just like me first and mm. then anything, uh, of other benefits are great too. But like, um, yeah, I, I think it was kind of like a selfish thing. Cause I was like, this sucks that I can't use this and I want yeah. to, and I want so to. So what is it about a <laughs> menstrual cup? And what and the condition that you have that makes it hard to use? So um, it's really it's somewhat insertion, but really mostly removal. So like the thing that you have to do when you want to retrieve something from inside your body is like the first thing you have to do is super counterintuitive because you have to relax Um, because it's like a tube of muscles. And if you don't relax, it's just you're going to grab it um, and then fight yourself. But um, so like relaxing and then reaching and pinching the bottom of the cup like I have to focus so hard to like keep my joints in the right place when I'm doing completely ordinary things Mm. so like reaching into my hypermobile pelvis and paying attention to what I'm doing while like I'm trying to retrieve like a tiny slippery thing it's like I can't think about all those things so like it doesn't even sound very cool because like uh, really my condition causes dislocations, but, but really the majority of the time I would just like tweak my back and be like, yeah. ew. And then, and then like, but it would be like four, like 
It used to happen when when this would happen before I figured out how to put everything back in place. I just would not be able to move for four days. So um, oh my God. Oh I feel God. bad for people who like when people are like, oh, I threw my back out. I'm like, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Mm. Awful, terrible thing. I mean, I've had my shoulder and my wrists come out, but like. It's not, mm. I literally put my wrists back in every morning. I like crunch them together. Oh. So um, that part's not as bad. It's just like, gosh, when your whole back, and then also if you're on your period, your back hurts probably anyway. It's like, it's so yeah. not fun. Yeah. yeah. So many not fun feelings. So yeah. So it basically. It's time for a change. Yeah. And, and what we did. be something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And well, that's the thing is and like, there wasn't. There wasn't. <laughs> yeah. There like, was not. It's the same thing with like birth control options. It's like the reason why I had to get the next one on implant is because I have increased stroke risk. So because mm. I get migraines with aura and so we can't have any estrogen. You get so li- limited with your birth yeah. control options. Yeah. There's like Meg nothing knows. you can get. Um, and then, yeah. So for period, I was feeling that way with with everything. Um, and my period products. And I was like, this this really doesn't seem right. And so what we did was uh, we, because uh, I, I had to explain everything to Andy because he doesn't get periods. So um, I had to explain why it was complicated. And I was like, well, you have to like release the, the seal that it forms with the body because otherwise it creates suction. It's a terrible feeling because <laughs> um, suctioning your cervix is a bad idea. Um, but <laughs> he was like, well, why don't we just make it so that when you pull on it, that doesn't happen. Um, and I was like, cool, cool, cool. But you put a hole in the bottom of the cup when you did that. So how does that work? Um, and he was like, well, I've made seals for like heart pumps. So I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. I was like, okay, oh. if it works for a heart pump, like I feel fully confident. <laughs> NBD, and like, Andy. This, this blood that's supposed to leave the body is totally, totally fine. So yeah, um, that's, that's really how the design works is we wanted to make it um, the exact same action as removing a tampon because like, I think most people are familiar with that, and that yeah. way more people would be able to give it a try. So I'm really excited that it's it basically went from Kickstarter to like Target shelves in like about a year. Yeah, so that's incredible. amazing. Just by pulling on the string, that desuctions the cup. Yeah. So the string it goes it goes through the cup, so it's tethered to the side of the top of the cup, and it goes through the middle, um, and then there's a little loop. And so when you pull the loop, it just folds in the side of the cup nice. and sort of closes it in and then it just slides right out. Super easy. That's great. And yeah. it doesn't leave like a splatter of blood. <laughs> yeah. When so, you yank it out. Um, most of the time, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, like with any menstrual yeah, cup. Yeah, with any menstrual cup. We've heard some yeah, we've heard gnarly stories. phone calls from yeah. people oh being gosh. like, I sprayed like the wall in a, as a crime scene. Yeah. So the thing is, is I always tell people it's kind of like when you go play mini golf and you go to hit your first ball and you don't know how hard to hit the ball. Um, so you have to really like get your get your mm-hmm. your timing and your pressure it's right. About practice. Yeah. So if you reach in and you just pull the loop as hard and fast as you can, like the cup's going to come out um, and you're not going to lose it because your finger's in a loop. But as for anything else that could happen, <laughs> I, d- I can't guarantee anything so it's like pull it slowly um I don't know I think I never really was like flinging tampons out of my body that way too so I feel like we all know how to do that but it can be a little bit like there's a little learning curve still but Mm -hmm. um yeah I I don't know I most people say it's it's a lot easier than they expected why wasn't that the original design yeah yeah because people don't have an open-minded view of creating things for 
but even able people. Yeah, I think though that that's just easier for everyone. It though. is. It's mm. yeah, for yeah. sure. I think um, when I first when we first launched on Kickstarter and I saw friends like sharing the project and talking about it, um, a, a response that a lot of existing cup users would say is like, um, "Well, that's solving a problem that doesn't exist." And because huh. I think oh, that's wow. the limitation of, you know, and I think that's the limitation of a lot of designers and particularly in the period category because no one's bothered to like ask people like, well, what do you need? Right. Yeah. Right? It's like, here are your options. Um, but, you know, I think like it's it's hard if the products that are out there already does work for you, then it's hard to envision how they could be better. Right. Um, and so I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a really, really good um, use case for why, uh having people with disabilities present in design um, through every step of the way can just make the things that are work better for more people. Is it with the with the string or loop, is it like a one finger thing? Do you yeah. like hook it? Yep. Oh my God. So one that would finger. be the game changer I know. for me. For Megan, I have my yeah. game changer. Also, um, you know, I have um, gaudy fingernails that are too long. And, and fantastic. Beautiful. And, and they're just the right And they've length. got gemstones on them. When you have long fingernails, uh, actually, I think the the maybe one of the only reported cases of there being a connection between like TSS and menstrual cup use um, was like somebody. Uh, it wasn't that the cup caused it, but it was like this person scratched themselves with their fingernail yes. inside. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 And so, like, really, that's one of the major risks with any internal product is is not. You know, there is some association with tampon use, but but really the, the big risk is like, fingers are dirty, man. Yeah. Yes. You know, the nice thing about the loop is we're not, um, people aren't scraping their finger fingernails along their vaginal walls to get to their cup. You know, it's yeah. kind of like you just go for the loop and you don't have to go that far in. Um, so to me, that seems like a, you know, harm reduction, risk reduction feature too, which is really cool. Good. Yeah, so awesome. agreed. Um, have you talked to people with... Um, physical disabilities that are different to yours that this also supports like what are yeah. some of the the other groups of like people in the disabled community that you've cut, talked to I've talked to um I, I've talked to a lot of people a lot of people with EDS find this to be incredibly helpful so like that that's, that's what a, you have? that's what I have and that's what yeah. a lot of people reach out to me with but mm -hmm. um also a lot of people with arthritis um some people with like different motor control conditions um, like so I would imagine CP, CP yeah, mm -hmm. I, and I think it depends because you know everyone's so different. Um, but but yeah, I I think um, that was a big part of the reason that the the loop was developed actually because if you look at our original Kila Kickstarter, it had this little tiny nub, and that was really because I had done a lot of research and I saw that people were cutting their stems off. So it was like yeah. we're gonna yeah. make a cup where like the feature is the stem. I don't want that to be super obtrusive. Mm. Um, so we had this little nub, which like l looked kind of cool. But when we started doing uh, like in-body testing, it was like it worked super well out of the body. And it was like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then you'd get it slippery. And it was like, this is terrible. This is not working. <laughs> it's like a tiny little slingshot. Luckily, nobody else <laughs> slingshot themselves other than me. It was the only person that happened to. A lot oh of things God. happened to me also. Yeah. What did you, oh you must have experimented with a lot of designs. I did. Yeah. Let's hear them. Well, it turns out uh, the little air holes on the sides of the cup are real important. Oh. Because um, oh. I, I accidentally oh. put one in before we had 
pop, put the holes in it. And I just remember like yelling from the bathroom, like, Andy, this one doesn't have holes in it. Because <laughs> well, I basically, come out well, you can get anything out of your body if you try hard enough. <laughs> but true. it was really, yeah, I mean, it was like, uh, it was like I gave my cervix a hickey. Ooh. Yeah, it was really oh. uncomfortable. <laughs> My cervix That's just our, went up into whoa. my uterus. <laughs> All did a kegel exercise. <laughs> yeah. Andy's just like, so I just stumbled upon finding like the perfect partner for this because he was a cis guy. He was a cis yeah. guy, but he happened to be a medical device designer. Like he was just perfect. my friend and I was like, yo, what about this? And he just was like, yes. And I had and he had all the, the background knowledge about like the FDA and how to design things and then how to make prototypes. And so he would be uh, creating these um, 3D eggshell molds so we like order a mold from some cool 3d printer people and then we would like hand inject silicone into them and then like cure it and then the next day you like wrap it in a towel like a geode and you bang it open and destroy the mold and the and the the cup is there the silicone product is in there what so cool and so science yeah yeah you literally made me tear up when we were we were chatting before um when we we first chatted about you coming on the show um, because you said like, it, you know, I think stereotypically, maybe not always, but cis men, if they were to have a product, they would say, this doesn't work for me. And we as menstruators make, you know, whether we be cis women or non-binary folks or trans men, we like make so many excuses for why There's our body isn't us. appropriate. Like Meg and I all the time on the show are like, you know what? Our bodies just aren't made for menstrual cups yeah like we say that constantly yeah instead and of that this diva cup isn't isn't made, made right for, for me, me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. it's like the internalized misogyny that we all have and we don't even realize it. yeah 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 I, I mean that's something that I hear from every single time I talk to a customer and they have trouble using either our disc or our cup or um, you know, other companies' products. Um, that's exact. I hear like, well, maybe it's just my body. Maybe my body's weird. And, you know, I like to try to imagine that like if we were a condom company and the condoms, you know, weren't fitting some people, like would a man ever say like, well, maybe this is my body. My body's weird. They'd be like, no, this is a bad, <laughs> this product <laughs> yeah. isn't enough. My you penis more. is perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Let me be clear. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, that's why, because, you know, also if I took that, if I took that super literally and if I said, well, all these people that our product didn't work for, they just have weird bodies. So we can dismiss everything right, that they shared. Right. Um, they don't count. Their bodies are weird. It's like, no, I, I really want to understand. Like everybody's body is awesome. And if the products aren't working, then we need to make more products. So we have so many um, so many things to untangle culturally to to, to get to progress yeah what else would you say that people don't understand about diva cup or sorry about menstrual cups or get wrong or under like not understand that there's a better way to do it like what else does sort of diva cup like about sizing maybe or how sizing Mm -hmm. works like what can be better that's a really good question um there's so many variables and now there are so many products to meet those needs but I think the challenge is like each one of them is such a, a 
cost that like if you were really to try you know how many do you need to try before you find like a perfect one for yeah. you yeah. um and that and that's I think that's a really probably the biggest challenge is that I think people looking ahead at that menstrual cup journey are like well am I gonna have to like invest like hundreds of dollars to like figure out what what was compatible with my body yeah um because yeah I mean I think there's things out there where you can like measure your cervix but I think the challenge with that too is like your cervix moves it's like a little ninja up there so (laughs) you know it's like it's doing different stuff at different times of the month and then you know beyond that it's like when we try to answer very simple questions we say well somebody probably has researched this very simple question like what is a period cramp it's like there's so the information that's out there is so limited in terms of really understanding these things yeah or the uh research that's been done for this part of the body is only around pregnancy and it's not nobody's really cared to research menstruation so we're trying to do a lot of that legwork so I wouldn't say that there's any like um anything that any individuals are super missing out on, like in terms of not understanding menstrual cups, I think it's, um, the, the bigger question is that like, um, nobody understands periods mm. super, super well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just not, there, there's not enough research to be like really, really informed about every aspect of it and, and how it varies from person to person. Mm. Um, and so that's one of the things too, that we're trying to figure out is like, because we see reports that people experience uh, fewer or less severe cramps when they use the disc or even a cup. And then with both products, we see that people say that their periods are like magically shorter. Um, and so part of that is like our our wonderful uh, doctor, Dr. Jane. I'm other Jane. So <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> 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 but for sure. So um, so uh, our, Dr. Jane talks about it in terms of like, well, if the period product is just closer to the source, then it's collecting right away because um, menses can take a while to travel. Like it seems like it's all gushing out of you, but it's kind of a slow process. Mm. So um, if you're collecting stuff right from where it's coming out, then you're collecting it faster. And so your period might be over and done with faster. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. That would explain. I mean, I'm a cup user and my periods are like two days max. Yeah. yeah. Like full. Oh, you should try so that jealous. with the- with the I'm gonna disc. do a disc. You know, I yeah. wish there could be like uh, a fit kit where, like, uh. if you could get like on a little. I don't know how they would be on a little keychain. Maybe that makes no sense. But like, if you could, <laughs> no get, bad ideas like, in a, a brainstorm. Uh, but you know, if there could be a lot of different sizes and shapes that you just had for the say the the purpose of trying things out. And I think the challenge with that is like. Because we see all the time like menstruators being like, well, I, I tried it when I wasn't on my period and it did or didn't fit. And then when you try on your period, it's kind of like, whoa, everything's different. Yeah. Um, so I'm that's so hard. Luby. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I still think it's better than nothing. And, how, and what do mm. we have? You know, I've had customers uh, propose to me like, well, what if you could sell like a, they, they want like a dental mold kit. And I'm like, I don't think you oh, do want vagina. that. I don't think you do. You're like, like walk through this how are we doing this and but I get it there are bad ideas in brains but you know I get it because it's like we have no way and and I think one of the other challenges I think one of the things that makes us uncomfortable about new period products is that it kind of makes you come face to face with how little you know about your own body yeah um and I think that's super uncomfortable and Mm. that's fair you know I I just I wish there is a way that you could get real uh like sound medical answers about yeah. that um from some way of like investigating your own body um 
But I don't think a dental mold kit in your vagina <laughs> is quite Just the like right a foam, thing. purple If foam. you ever develop yeah. that, we will be the first three people. To yeah, we'll, <laughs> try, sure. we'll try anything. We'll try it live. This is um, really taking me back to my orthodontia mm-hmm. oh. days. So I have two thoughts. One, I feel like there could, this could be more of something you work with your gynecologist on, right? Yeah, yeah. so Jane mentioned that back in the day when diaphragms were used more readily, yeah. you would get sized yeah. by your gyno. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, for a diaphragm, it would be fit with someone that you really trust. Yeah. Um, and they would not only fit you for it and be like, this is the right thing for you. They would also, they wouldn't let you leave with your diaphragm unless you could demonstrate that you could put it in and take it out. Like, wow. and I'm like oh, why can't we figure out something like yeah. that? Because that's the, that's, that was the major thing that really set us off with um, designing our cup too is I was like showing Andy, like go on Amazon reviews for any menstrual cup out there and like you don't have to go very far to find someone went to the ER with it in. Right, yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, tell, that was, yeah, you'd heard from people that got it stuck up there. Oh, yeah. So that's, I, crazy. that's a, I mean, that's, that's a, yeah, I guess that's sort of like an accepted risk. And I was kind of like, I don't like that that's an accepted risk. Yeah. I don't, I think that people should get to experience new and different period products without that risk. And, yeah. and that yeah, was like a pretty sensible risk. Yeah. And when you hear that, you're like, oh, maybe I'll just never try this then. Of course. Like, because I might end up in the ER like I, I don't have a gynecologist people. or I don't have yeah. insurance or yeah. yeah or like you know I, I think even a, a step below that is we see you know people needing to ask their partner to take a product yeah. out for them um, and you know we all know that some partners are already not comfortable with period blood right. and then so the whole thing can just be terribly traumatic traumatic's fair to use there <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just such a such a bummer. I want to tell you guys an exclusive scoop on another <gasps> traumatic thing that I'm oh researching right now. You heard oh it here first. <laughs> traumatic We're going to do a whole scoop. traumatic scoop. Yes, We're going to get an exclusive traumatic <laughs> scoop. <laughs> We're going to do a whole series on whatever you're about to bring up. Coming at you with a traumatic scoop. So sorry, we just had to get that out of our system. Sometimes you have to break into song. I respect that. So it came up in our our period community, which is on Facebook. It's called The Uterati. We welcome everybody. Adorable. That's fantastic. Someone posted in the group, quick, is it okay to go through TSA with a cup in? Um, everyone was like, yeah, totally. You can totally go through. And then one person said, yeah, you can, but you might get searched by TSA. That happened to me with a disc in. And so I was like, hold up. Wait, I didn't think those scanner things showed. They're not x-rays. Inside your body. Well, turns out that there are a lot of anecdotal reports about people getting not only that you can get extra search, but there's like lawsuits for people like having to show their period we've, product. We've done an episode yeah. about that because yeah, there was, it was they just could a, pad. Was a pad. But my question is, do they notice pads? Because pads are like part of your clothing. So, yeah. so pads, pads, yes. But we okay. did a survey. We did a travel survey recently, and of our like 200 or something respondents, so not a, not a huge pool, but three um, percent of them said that their period product triggered additional screening. Wow. Oh my and God. all of those people were using internal products. And I've seen like uh, people providing um, 
I, I found like a blog post and I found some articles about people specifically saying it, it about internal products and I think menstrual cups because they Yikes. show up as like a weird object. But I didn't think wow. that these were x-rays. That is wild. Yeah. Those are like, because then you could see pacemakers and you could see. You can and they can. So, uh, oh and I think there's gosh. been some calibration and adjustments and things like that. But like I was talking to my friend who's like a, a like civil rights attorney and I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, can we change this? And right. also can we let people know? Because like I had no idea that that was at all a risk that I was taking is like right. if I have my cup in uh, is there you know that there's a chance that that could trigger like additional screening and also then I was doing this research into like well how far can it go what can TSA do apparently if they see uh like a, a potential if they, they view it as like object. a potential risk yeah um they can do cavity searches what? and then I was like wait 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 they're not cops so you can't, you can't right. do cavity searches so apparently they can't make you do it you can opt out but then they can be like cool you opt out opted out so now you can't get on your flight so it's like can you really opt out so I'm trying to figure out like it doesn't really mean that like three percent is that three percent real I'm trying to verify that right now and figure that out because I'm like does it mean that do some digging yeah because that's really messed up like if if being a person who has a period makes you more likely to not only get you know additional screen for additional um security pat downs and stuff which are really really demoralizing yeah, anyway like, right i've had to do it flying in a wheelchair and it's so i'm oh, like i don't care ugh. if you're touching my boobs with the back of your hands and telling me that like you're still touching my boobs and i don't like it yeah, yeah. right it's terrible and so the fact that you know if they're if they're asking people to show their period products or take like that's just it seems i've never heard of a bomb in a vagina right. ever yeah. Um, so like, is there a precedent for that kind of, although risk? that's the kind of time when you do want when your cup to come out to splatter over everybody. <laughs> that's true. Like, that's true. Mr. TSA agent <laughs> splat. Yeah. You're like, yeah I'll show you. Well, yeah. my, my favorite, favorite joke that appeared in our, in our, uh, support community was like, yeah, you can have a cup in your body as long as it doesn't have more than 3.4 <laughs> ounces of liquid in it. <laughs> How much are cups usually? They don't hold that much, okay. but it yeah. would be really funny if that's that hilarious. is so funny. I would, it feels I would like they do. proudly take mine out and like pour it out <laughs> and stare at everyone. <laughs> be like, it's Hershey's syrup. So, so sorry. That is amazing. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Thank you for that scoop. Whoa. Yeah. Um, that's this has been a traumatic scoop. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Exclusive traumatic scoop. This has been a traumatic scoop. <laughs> Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Good night <laughs> and good luck. This is so dumb. Hey, listeners, this is Kate popping in real quick to update you on this exclusive traumatic scoop. Jane has shared with us a change.org petition that the Flex Company started to demand that the TSA disclose their period product search protocol to travelers. So if you're interested in signing it and learning more about this, we're going to put a link in the episode description. So how many people have you interviewed about their period? Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, like actual on the phone interviews, probably somewhere, somewhere between 50 and a hundred. I can't say exactly how many, but I learned the coolest things. I, um, I actually took a screenshot of something that I wanted to share with you guys. Mm. Oh, please. So, um, 
So something that happens is that every time I do one of these calls, it's a re- I tell people it's a recorded call. Um, and, and, you know, I, I've actually never, I, I won't even share any of my, my findings for, for like marketing purposes or anything. So this is very special for you guys. Oh, um, another exclusive. Another. Oh this, one, <laughs> um, this one might be traumatic depending on. Great. Oh boy. We love it. We live oh for it. No, it's funny. It's, it's, a, um, it's a, uh, a new term that I had never heard. <gasps> Um, but every once in a while, something comes up, um, and it's especially funny if I don't catch it in the conversation, but then I see it in the transcript later. Um, so I would like to share one of yes, those please. moments with you. Yes, oh, please. I'm boy. very excited. So my husband's well endowed. He's a big boy. <laughs> Unfortunately, one of my favorite positions is doggy style. That is not a good idea with the flex in, especially if it was full. So part of the reason I wanted to try the flex is because my husband, after having two children, two natural vaginal births, and him watching both of them, he refuses to get red booger dipped. So he does not. <laughs> I mean, I can keep reading, but really, that's it. Wait, that's 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 his term for oh, period sex. This is my wow. job. Blood <laughs> on his dick. Yeah, red, red booger dick. I was trying to figure out if that was just like really creatively descriptive or like something, or is that's like is a that term, him or is that her? Who I? I right. Yeah, red booger. Wow, red. Wow. It's an amazing wow. moment. Yeah. And then I have to share Great. this stuff with my team. And so I'm really <laughs> cautious about like. Oh, my God. It's Slack actually. channels. I just imagine weird. you in a blazer, glasses. Okay. Now I'd like to discuss period sex and red booger dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to clarify. So she was talking about how the flex didn't work for period sex. Um, oh, I should explain this whole thing. I mean, can, so, I just wonder, was she talking about the disc or the cup? Because we've heard some people say, oh, of course you can have sex with a cup in. Uh, and I was like, what? No, ma'am. No, no sir. Okay. You, so you. you don't no, want to no. get a stem. I mean, I don't have a penis, but I imagine I would not want a stem poking my urethra. Yeah. It sounds like a yeah. bummer right. time. Um, so yes. I would not have sex with a cup in. I've accidentally done it. You notice. And you're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, whoops. Um, have tried, do not recommend. Um, but the disc, so so really actually the, the context of, of this particular person's call, they were trying to have doggy style shower sex, which was a good choice because she knew that if it wasn't, yeah. if something happened, she wanted to be able to rinse it off right away because she knew her husband was like super blood averse, which was really smart. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, sometimes because you're, um, uh, I've talked to a lot of people I, I always feel uncomfortable asking this, but I've gotten such good information. Because mm. if people tell me that period sex works in some positions and not others, I'm always like, if you're comfortable, tell could me. you share that with me? <laughs> um, and certainly anything where legs are hiked up or the pelvis is like mm-hmm. rotated kind of prominently in one direction or another like the disc can because it's sort of resting on the front on the pubic bone so if if your pelvis is doing something really extreme or your legs are hiked up then that potentially could push down and lose contact so it's really just about um you probably have to have like more vanilla sex when you have a disc in if you want to be really really safe and and cautious and And safe really if you if you want to minimize mess yeah um not red booger any, dick. if you <laughs> don't want red booger dick. that is if that's something you're avoiding oh wow wow wow, wow. I, I mean i just keep i mean this is amazing because i have so many other questions because we talked about diaphragms and i was like oh yes and we should say the 
the flex the flex disc is not birth control. Right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm curious how the diaphragm worked versus I mean, just because they look similar. So I was wondering what the difference was, like how the diet like is it material? Is it shape? I'm pretty sure with diaphragms, you still are supposed to put a spermicide inside of it. Isn't I that a see. thing? Well, yeah. Should, isn't well, maybe that a thing I should know? Um, yeah, I think they did. I think that well, there is like a step involved with yeah. spermicide. Um, but also because a, a diaphragm is measured to fit your body more specifically. Mm. Um, the reason we were talking about that is because I was mentioning that um, in terms of size, uh, people who use diaphragms would be told by their um, OBGYN like, after you have a baby, just throw that thing out. It's not going to work for you anymore. Like you'll oh. need to be refit for one. Because your cervix is enlarged. Because your whole the area. Whole, yeah. the, everything. So like uh, Dr. Jane very plainly was like, yeah, because the body experiences a trauma. And it's like, well, actually, yeah, that kind of makes yeah. sense. Um, so but but I think that's that is one thing where people um, get tripped up about menstrual cup sizing because there's like the the, um, you know, does your vagina um, become more cavernous the day you turn 30? Right. Or um, is it instantly different when you have a baby? And so many times we find that, like, people have one baby and then their same cup still works fine. Um, it's just so individual. And, yeah. And that's why, that's why we need an alternative to the dental fit kit idea. <laughs> a better idea than that one. We're on the wow. right track. We just need to wow. keep working on it. <laughs> Is that something that you want to actually develop? Like- I, you know, I don't, I, what I want, I mean, the, the meat of what I want is that I want people to have an understanding of what's unique about their body and then to really be able to make um, informed decisions about their pro- their products. Um, so if it could be approached with your doctor, not from like your body is weird and different, but like let me tell you some specifics about your body so that you can choose your p- products you want to use. Um, that's really what I would like to see. I don't know if that's, I don't know if there's a way to replicate that for at-home self-discovery, but I'd love to see that. I mean, they have, you know, 23andMe can pinpoint like the exact village from whence your ancestors came. Like, I'm, there's got to be something that can be like, you need this exact size cup. Like, it can't be that hard, people. I don't know, because I don't even think that's like, got a genetic type. No, it can't be like, no. Genghis yeah. Khan's D. We can tell you exactly <laughs> how big it was by tracing his future no, children. No, I'm not saying with, like, <laughs> spitting in a cup and they'll tell you what, like, vagina size you are. But this idea that, like, there's so much else that people know about themselves. Yeah, but yeah. yet we still, half of the world still doesn't know the ins and outs of their own whole uterus (laughs) has anything that you ever heard from someone affected how you design something or like what do you take from people's interviews amazing that I explained half of this story earlier and I don't know how this happened but so the 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 nub turning into the loop um right that came about because um uh someone was following along with the project and um it was uh it was a person named Molly and Molly has EDS also um, Molly was not a backer of the project. I think there was like um, maybe financial limitation or something. But Molly reached out to me and was like, I really love that you're doing this and it looks really cool. I have um, a issue with dexterity and grasping things. I'm worried about that little nub. Is there any way you could make it a loop? Um, and we had already talked about the loop because um, we thought it would be neat, but also because we were passing the stem through a seal in the bottom of the cup, a loop didn't seem possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, as, as I discovered, 
that slingshotting the interior of your vagina feels terrible. <laughs> um, it started to seem Are like it just became so much more vivid the second time you said it. <laughs> like I just got it. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's the uh, do no harm thing, and I was like, that should only some things should only uh, happen once, and that was one of those things. But you know, so I, I, I thought back to this loop thing and I was like you know I think this is really important is there a way that we can do this um and then I ended up like a lot of times the way that I work is I like spring awake at like 1 a.m and I have like wild ideas and then luckily Andy's uh slack notifications are snoozed because I send him like a thousand things at (laughs) one in the morning um but I I like I pulled out a sewing needle threader and I was like drawing showing him like why I thought the compressibility and and the shape would actually work to pass through a seal and so really that's the root of the design is like um it wasn't just Molly but but Molly was this person who really reached out and connected with me and and expressed how important it was um and so when we finally made a manufacturable version of the Kila cup I I went and went ahead and had one sent to Molly and there was a few people like that where they they just were in touch and and they really needed it and they, they expressed that to me if you were a period could be an ice cream flavor, like a Ben and Jerry's like ice cream flavor, what would it be? <laughs> Taking this so seriously. I, I really appreciate it. it. Because my ice cream is a different ice, changed ice creams recently oh. because I took my oh. next planon out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So what was it before and what it, is it now? Oh my God. It was like a. Uh, before I wouldn't get it for three months and then I would have it for a month and I would call that like uh, uh, forever red velvet cake ice cream. <laughs> and I'd say now I'm just more of your classic Rocky Road. <laughs> okay. That's nice. Okay. A little nutty. Uh, what is your period's karaoke song? Again, my my period, she's going through some changed changes. Changed a lot. She's changed a lot. Um, exactly. Yes. That's the song. Perfect. That's got to be it. Changes, David Boy. I love it. Um, if you could wish your period pains or your EDS pains on any man or <laughs> woman, but man <laughs> any in the person. world, who would it be? Oh, it's so obvious and basic. I'm not going to say it. Sure. Everyone we can. All, we all know it. Everyone knows it. Sure. You know who mine yeah. currently is? It's, 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 uh, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. We, yeah, get we it. all get it. <laughs> we all think that. Pussy bossy my ass. Um, <laughs> you know who I'd like to send mine to, though, in, in like a, a more granular way, is everyone's doctor. So that, that everyone's doctor can yes. know what yes. that feels okay. like. Great. So good. That's the correct answer. <laughs> yes. You win. win. Congrats. You need to figure out how to make that an actual thing. Yeah. yeah. You're the inventor. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, are we good? Oh, man. I think we're good. Is that all the questions? Thank you, guys. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Wow. That was awesome. It we're was so to talk awesome. To you. Thank you so we much. We could talk for to you forever. Coming. Yeah. I would stay forever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome back whenever. Thank you. I want to let you know that next week we have a very fun, very personal uh, episode where I go into IUD research um, and I talk about my own personal experience with them. Uh, but also so many people wrote down on Instagram and we have a phone call or two um, about everyone else's experience with IUDs. So if you have any experience or you've been wondering whether you want one or not, you'd like listen to this episode. You'll get a lot of information. Um, but until then, check us out on Instagram, Vicious Cycle Podcast. Call our hotline with any stories you've got, 9106-E-U-T-E-R-U-S. And until then, keep calm and don't slingshot your vagina.
Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.